This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today on truly an historic weekend in American history. It's the final weekend before Election Day, November the 3rd, 2020, and I don't think I need to to tell any of you the importance and the impact of our presidential election this year. Literally one of the most impactful, potentially, in the history of the country, and certainly I would say the most impactful in the last hundred years or so. And on our have a great show for you. We're going to talk to two local candidates, or actually a local candidate as well on our program. That's Sheriff Dennis Lima of Seminole County. He is on the ballot. He is seeking re-election to the position of Seminole County Sheriff. A little bit later, we'll also speak with Linda Trosine. Of course, Linda's the chairman of the Republican Party in Seminole County. And we're going to talk specifically to Linda Trosine about get out the vote efforts, how you and I can do some very simple techniques and tactics to help, first of all, Donald Trump, President Trump, get more votes and other candidates that we might be supporting as well. Uh, before we end but before that, I'm going to share some thoughts with you about the same topic. And my comments today will be directed to two areas. One, 100% political uh, presidential race. And one one category is what can we do to get more people to the polls? What can you and I do to get even just one more person to the polls that would vote for Donald Trump that otherwise would not have gone to the polls um, if we had not encouraged them or helped them to do so? Secondly, what can we do to persuade either undecided voters, people that aren't planning even on voting, people that are don't know who to vote for yet, um, Biden, Harris, or, or President Trump, or those that might even be leaning or even voting for uh, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. So those are the topics I'll be addressing on our program today. And then intermittently, we'll have our guest, which includes Sheriff Dennis Lima of Seminole County and Linda Trosine of the Republican, uh, Chairman of the Republican Party in Seminole County. Of course, I want to let you know that our program is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, generous servings of prime cuts of beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. They're located at 729 Lee Road, Orlando, just two blocks west of I-4. I also want to let you know, give a brief shout out to our friends Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos over at Sheeler Auto Repair. Once again, I had to go see those guys last week. Once again, it was simple, painless, and as it turned out, um, I didn't even have to pay anything because uh, I had had a, a defective part is what caused me to have to, to go over there. And um, so anyway, and they fixed that uh, very promptly. And the part that I needed had a warranty on it. And uh, it was a nice, pleasant surprise to not only get the car fixed so efficiently, 
but to not have to even have one penny of out-of-pocket expense. Now, I can't promise that would be the same for you. It just so happened that you know, my particular part was under warranty. However, um, what, what I can tell you is they will charge you a fair price, and there will be no excessive charges at Sheeler Auto Repair. And they're located 1908 South Arnswapsman Trail, and please tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Before we are joined by Sheriff Lima, Seminole County Sheriff Dennis Lima, first of all, I want to talk about how important it is, and I know many of you already know this, but it cannot be overemphasized at this point, um, to, that first of all, every single person who's planning on voting for President Trump, get out and vote, and I would strongly recommend do that sooner rather than later. Take advantage of early voting. Um, Florida. You know, the, the the entire thing literally could come down to Florida. That's no exaggeration at all. There's no hyperbole at all. Um, this is you know very possibly, um, and you know all indications are that this will be a close race, extremely close. Florida will be an extremely close state, and Florida just might come down to be in the state that could make or break a success or or failure, victory or failure for either one of the candidates. Of course, I don't need to tell you that. The governor's race just two years ago was extraordinarily close. It was, I think, less than 1% difference in the two candidates. And one candidate was our governor now, uh, Governor DeSantis, who won you know, a, a, a race that was less than razor thin margin uh, over um, Gillum. And as it turns out, you know, what we've learned about Gillum, first of all, he didn't, it was obvious he wasn't a very well qualified candidate to begin with. And, of course, other things that have happened since then show that he would have even been a, a more poor choice as our as our um, you know governor. So my point is, but that wasn't any kind of a big uh, margin. It wasn't it was the smallest of small margins. And the point that I'm making is that shows it's up to you and I to get out, first of all, and vote for President Trump. Secondly, it's up to you and I to get other people to the, to vote for President Trump, uh, help them get to the polls, persuade some that aren't planning on that. Um, if that you know either occasion arises, or you know more specifically, take the initiative to do that. But right now, we're pleased to be joined on the line on the phone by the Seminole current sheriff of Seminole County, Sheriff Dennis Lima. Hello, Sheriff Lima. Thank you for joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. Well, thank you so much for having me on, Roger. And uh, is you know, you're engaged uh, in a, in a you know a race here. You're you're seeking re-election to the position of sheriff. Why don't we just start at the top? And what would you um, like to say to our listeners as to why they should choose you uh, in this uh, you know campaign for Seminole County Sheriff? Well, thank you for that opportunity. And you know, I've spent my entire uh, adult life preparing to take on these responsibilities. Uh, I served my country in the United States Marine Corps use that experience to pay for a GI Bill uh, uh, opportunity to get an undergraduate degree in, in criminal justice and a master's degree in administrative leadership and attended the FBI Academy. But most important and most specific to this, uh, this position, I'm a, you know, nearly a 29-year veteran of the Sumba County Sheriff's Office and ascended the ranks, uh, literally serving in every position, uh, deputy, correctional officer, detective, sergeant, Lieutenant Captain Major, and be, before becoming the 10th sheriff in the history of the county, I served as the chief deputy of Sheriff uh, Don Esslinger. We've, we've, uh, we're running on a record of, of success, and uh, in the 107-year history of Seminole County, 
there's never been a crime rate as low as there is today. We're uh, we're addressing some social issues and then making sure that bad guys are held accountable to the fullest extent of the law. And uh, you know, I'm I'm really blessed to work with some of the hardest working uh, men and women uh, in the business. Fringe, we're glad you're joining us tonight on the Roger Frank and Williams Show. It's great to have you joining us in this very important program right before our last program we'll actually have before the November the 3rd election, 2020. Right now we're speaking with Seminole County Sheriff Dennis Lima. He is a candidate for re-election. And, you know, to pick up from there, Sheriff Lima, and it's particularly for voters that still may be undecided what are some things that you've um, been able to accomplish you know, during your term as sheriff that you would like uh, voters and citizens to know about? Well, I think at the top of the list is uh, preserving our wonderful quality of life here in Seminole County. And I think that we know that there's a direct correlation between the crime rate and uh, the quality of life. Uh, when you have a high crime rate, it has a direct negative effect on property values. It affects whether or not people are going to do business. But We've really uh, uh, gained national and and uh, not only national but local and statewide attention on some of the innovative programs that we've started here, at no cost uh, to taxpayers. Actually, we, you know, we believe that crime is a symptom of another problem. That uh, people typically don't wake up one day and say, you know, what I want to do with my life? I spend the rest of my life in prison. Uh, there's typically the underlying conditions that are present um, that lead people down the path to commit crime in the first place. Uh, for some, that's substance abuse. Others, it's mental health. Uh, we know that some, some boys and girls are born uh, with a disadvantage because they have no choice who their mommies and daddies are. And I think that we have started uh, these, these really, really wonderful programs here. I'll give you a couple of examples. Is you know We knew that Big Pharma sells us a, a bill of goods with the Oxycontin. Uh, we've seen that. We've seen the various lawsuits and We've started a comprehensive program in our correctional facility that that really helps people get back on a course to recovery. Because if somebody's breaking the law and they live down the street from me, there's a general expectation that they will be fixed or whatever negative behavior was present is going to be corrected before you let them back in. So in the past couple of years, because of our programs, we've had three inmates in the Seminole County Correctional Facility petition the judges to extend their sentences because of the programs that we're offering on the inside. This, uh, these programs have been so successful that uh, President Trump had appointed me to the, to the Commission on Crime in the Administration of Justice, uh, first time that that has occurred in uh, nearly 60 years. I was one of three people in the state of Florida to be selected on that. Um, but uh, also I was uh, appointed uh, to chair uh, Attorney General Ashley Moody's transition team, uh, specific to opioid use disorder, and later was selected as the vice chair of the state opioid task force. And then I currently serve as uh, uh, First Lady Casey DeSantis, uh, chair of her drug abuse prevention panel. This is only because of the work that we're doing here. Walmart came in and gave us a half a million dollar check maybe six months ago to support our programs. And Advent Health uh, went in, in partnership with $1.5 million a year of in-kind contribution to support this. Um, so uh, all we do all of this at the same time where we've also charged more drug dealers in Seminole County with first-degree murder than any other county in the state of Florida, something that we're extremely proud of. Friends, we're speaking with Seminole County Sheriff Dennis Lima on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. He is a candidate for re-election. 
And Sheriff Lima, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll uh, love to continue to speak with you um, about your your accomplishment to sheriff and also your uh, quest for reelection. Friends, before we go to break, I want to let you know that our program and all the programs you hear right here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, are supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic and BurnFatOrlando.com. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic are also proud to be voted Best Chiropractor once again for now the 16th year in a row. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain, Dr. Patrick St. Germain. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show with Seminole County Sheriff Dennis Lima. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show on this momentous weekend, the final weekend before the 2020 presidential election and, of course, state and local elections as well. And we are devoting our entire show today, tonight, to those elections. My comments will be directed uh, towards the presidential election. I'll be addressing that later in our program. Right now, we're speaking with Seminole County Sheriff Dennis Lima. He is a candidate for re-election as Seminole County Sheriff. Before we go back to Sheriff Lima, I want to let you know that that our program is supported by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. And I want to let you know that if you have a garage door problem of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution, whether it be residential or commercial. In fact, they... Some of their customer list includes some of the most prestigious and largest businesses in Central Florida and even the state of Florida. But they've also got an outstanding residential division as well that can take care of any garage door problem that you have, large or small. You can find them at FLADoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now let's go back to Seminole County Sheriff Dennis Lima. And Sheriff Lima, can you talk a little bit about, you've told about some of the, you know, the, your approach, your philosophies, the innovative programs that you're doing to help proactively fight crime uh, in Seminole County. They've actually, you've been commended by everybody from President Trump to Governor DeSantis. Can you talk about um, how you begin to, de- first of all, why you entered law enforcement in the first place and how you came to develop uh, your your philosophy, if you will, of law enforcement and, and proactive public safety? Great, great question. You know, and I, I tell people half-jokingly that uh, my entire life I wanted to serve others. Uh, when I was a little boy, when I realized that superhero was not a true occupational choice, I knew that I wanted to get into a profession and occupation that got me as close to that same feeling as, as, as I could. And I think that that's what attracted me to the Marine Corps and then ultimately uh, in law enforcement. I got to tell you, um, you know, the feeling that you get when you get a call at 3 o'clock in the morning where there's a woman that's barricaded, hiding inside her, her bedroom closet, hiding from a home invader with her children. When you can get into that house, rescue that woman and bring her children to safety and catch the bad guy all in one night, you'll be in search to replicate that feeling that you get. For the rest of your career, and I think that for for an overwhelming uh, percentage of the 800,000 law enforcement officers day in and day out, you know, we don't do it for the money, we don't do it for the fame or the status, and and, and Lord knows it's a demanding position, but it, it's that adrenaline rush, that feeling 
uh, that you get when you help others is what keeps us doing what we do. And and for me, uh, it was just a natural choice. I, I wanted to work in an agency that that served a community that actually appreciated their first responders, that that uh, appreciated their military personnel. And that's what we get here in Seminole County. When we see this craziness going on across the country, uh, we're still uh, so blessed here in our community to have this uh, wonderful, lasting, strong relationship. And I think that's one of the reasons why we have the lowest crime rate in any contiguous Central Florida community and one of the lowest crime rates in the state of Florida in our historic low. Uh, here in Seminole. Friends, we're speaking with Seminole County Sheriff Dennis Lima on the Roger Franklin Williams show this evening. He is a candidate for re-election to that position. And I'd like to kind of pick up from the last question and, and your answer and take it one step further. And once again, kind of in the theme of proactive law enforcement, uh, proactive crime prevention. And I know you've been very active um, in, you know, in as sheriff in reaching out to the community of you know the various communities of Seminole County, can you talk about your efforts there and uh, why that's important? Yeah, I think it's incredibly important, and especially when you see this this uh, this you know this defunding the police narrative that's out there, and you know that that's that's largely isolated into two groups one one group of individuals they are they are absolutely uh, reckless individuals. There are people who want anarchy and legalization of every harmful substance that you can imagine, but that's just a smaller percentage of, of, of what you find. Uh, the remainder of people that talk about defunding the police quite literally have no idea what we actually do. Uh, they would be surprised to learn that in Seminole County, uh, unlike may, many neighboring counties, you know, we take um, exclusive responsibility of every child abuse, neglect, and abandonment case uh, in the county. We investigate more than 4,000 child abuse cases uh, per month, or we're the only county in the state of Florida that runs our own juvenile detention center because we feel like we can uh, rehabilitate or habilitate uh, somebody. Uh, Because of our strong working relationship with the county commission, we we do and and provide county probation. Um, All of these things, we have a school campus here, and, and by the time I'm done talking to people about all of the things that we do on the front end, they typically walk away and say, wow, I had absolutely no idea. And I think that that is really one of the reasons why we were able to get through the, the, the death of Trayvon Martin and the trial of George Zimmerman when riots and problems were occurring across the world. There was not one arrest or one situation that was out of control here in Seminole County because we made the investment in all of these underlying uh, services. We, we value our relationship with all segments of the community, regardless of color of skin, race, creed, or political affiliation. We just have to, we have to make that investment. And, and that's something that you can't do. You can't manage your way out of crisis. You've got to make these investments years earlier. And I, I was blessed uh, to work directly for Sheriff Don Esslinger and, and uh, really carry on what we worked towards accomplishing so many decades ago. Well, Sheriff Lima, I want to thank you for joining us on our program. We have time for one more question, and I would kind of follow that up with, you. if you were to be elected, what would be your your goals and some of your top priorities for your next four years in office as Seminole County Sheriff? Well, I think our crime fighting is, is great. Uh, when you see vacancies across law enforcement agencies, I'm proud to say that we have no vacancies. We've got a 1,400 uh, member organization, $145 million operating budget, but 
I think as we move forward, we have to continue to focus on these underlying conditions. Um, I think COVID-19 brought with it unintended consequences where, you know, people have uh, become more depressed. Uh, people who are depending on, dependent on substances are probably more dependent on substances than ever before. And I think that we have to address the co-occurring um, uh, issues of mental illness. And, uh, you know, if we can get control of those things, it, it increases people's employability. It stabilizes our, our quality of life in our community because we know that crime is, is an ancillary, uh, uh, you know, condition that surrounds a lot of these things. We've had two of our six deputies that were killed in the line of duty killed by somebody who was suffering from an, an undiagnosed and improperly treated mental illness. So by addressing these things, it keeps our community safe. It keeps us moving, moving in the right path, and that's one of the things that we'll, we'll continue to focus on as we move forward. Well, Simone County Sheriff Dennis Lima, thank you for joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show this evening. Best wishes on Election Day. Thank you so much. I appreciate uh, being on the show. Friends, Sheriff Dennis Lima of Seminole County, in a moment will be joined by Chairman of the Republican Party in Seminole County, Linda Trocine, before we go uh, to Linda, I want to let you know, of course, that our program is supported by our friends over at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair, and they're your one-stop center for all of your lawn and garden needs. I encourage you to get over to see Mike, Martin, and all the great guys at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. They carry the best brands in the power equipment industry. Apopka Mower is your home for steel power equipment products, plus SCAG, Toro, and Bad Boy Mowers. They've also got a full line of top-quality generators at affordable prices. So get up and see them at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's between Plymouth Reno Road and the 429 on the north side of Apopka. It's Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. And you can find out more at apopkamower.com. Let's go to Linda Trosine, chairman of the Republican Party in Seminole County. Hello, Linda. Hey, Roger. How are you? It's great. Thank you for joining us here on this final weekend before this uh, crucial, historic 2020 election. Well, thank you for having me, and thank you for all you do. It's, uh, I appreciate that very much. I really appreciate what you do. I've observed Seminole County politics um, you know, closely and um, over the years, decades actually, as well as Orange County, and uh, you've really done an outstanding job um, in your position of leadership there, and it, it's obvious and, and, and noteworthy, and I wanted to, you know, I know many of our listeners already know that, but I wanted to make sure that I shared that as well, and, and thank you for the great job that you're, you're doing at the grassroots level. Well, thank you for saying so, and uh, I've been truly blessed. God has been uh, good to us because there have been so many wonderful patriots that have come out to help, and this has been a team effort, and it's just been amazing to watch uh, so many people step up and help this county and, and keep this county red and to help this country right here where it counts in Seminole County. Great. Well, Linda, this is going to be a short segment. We're going to take a break here in just about a minute, but then we look forward to having a, a more a more in-depth conversation with you when we come back from that break. Uh, but first of all, in, in less than a minute, can you just talk a little bit about um, – you know, your, the efforts, get out the vote efforts in Seminole County, and we'll talk more in depth about it when we come back. Sure, sure. So we're using traditional methods. That includes phone banking and door knocking 
And we're also uh, recruiting people to uh, greet voters at the polling places and give them a Republican voter guide. Our reach with that Republican voter guide has been tremendous, and it's, uh, it's had quite an effect. And I also want to share with you an event that's uh, going to be happening Saturday, October 31st, with Eric Trump. He will be in Longwood, Florida. And this is a big boost to us here in Seminole County as well. No, no that, that's awesome. And you, it's uh, great to see uh, uh, the Trump campaign and President Trump getting, you know, mobilizing all of his, his assets, if you will, when those include his, his, uh, his, his children who are, are very articulate spokesmen and, and women for him and his campaign. Well, friends, we're going to go to a, a break here in just a few seconds. And when we come back, we'll continue to speak with Linda Trosine, chairman of the Seminole County Republican Party on the Roger Frank and William show. Before we go to that break, I want to give a shout out to our friends Vito and Rhonda over at Network Sound and Video. It's where your memories last forever. You can find them at NetworkSoundandVideo.com. That's NetworkSoundandVideo.com. Or just give them a call at 407-834-8555. That's 834-8555. And tell them Roger Frank and William sent you. We'll be right back. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Here on the weekend before the historic 2020 presidential election and local elections as well. In a moment, we'll go back to Linda Trosine. She's the chairman of the Seminole County Republican Party, and we'll talk primarily if not exclusively about get out the vote efforts uh, for all candidates, but specifically and especially for President Donald Trump. And that'll be uh, the theme of our program going forward here tonight. Before we go back to Linda, of course, I want to let you know that our program is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster, the best steak in any restaurant, in any city, at any price. Christner's. They're located 729 Lee Road, Orlando, just two blocks west of I-4. Reservations recommended, 407-645-4443. I want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Do you have garage door problems? Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can find them at fladoor.com or just give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And I do want to let you know, as most likely already know that Florida Door Solutions supports our program and all the programs here on the new AM 950 and FM 94.9. The answer and our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Let's go back to Linda Trosine, chairman of the Seminole County Republican Party. And Linda, you know, why don't we pick up where we left off and talk about some specific things that citizens can do, even without checking in with your office or um, just that they can just do on their own initiative in their in their local neighborhood or their local sphere of influence to help um, drive up the vote for President Trump and the other Republicans? Well, that's a great question, and that's what we want people to do is to be their own leaders in their own neighborhoods. And they can download our free Republican voter guide from our website, www.seminolegop.org. And they can make copies of that, or better yet, put an image of it on their own phone, and then just knock the doors of their neighbors and ask them, hey, are you planning to vote for President Trump? If they say yes, they share the Republican voter guide, 
remind them where their polling location is and encourage them to get out to vote. There's two reasons people don't vote. They don't know who to vote for or no one's asked them. And so the single best thing your listeners can do is share who to vote for and then ask their neighbors to vote. I encourage, I you know, echo that uh, 100%, and that's what I'm encouraging everybody to do from here on out. Uh, and I'm asking all of our listeners to obviously, first of all, make sure you go and vote. That's absolutely crucial. Uh, it's non-negotiable. But also to strive to get at least one other person that wouldn't otherwise have voted for President Trump to the polls as well, or either persuade exactly. them um, to vote for him, and if necessary, help them get to the polls. And um, it's amazing uh, what that one little gesture, uh, the kind of fruit it could bear in this particular presidential election, it literally could be the difference. Right, right. Now, here's what I encourage our volunteers to do when they're going to persuade someone else. It's simple. Ask, don't tell. So ask the voter what's important to them. Don't tell them what's important to you. And when you do that, they'll tell you what their issue is. And then if you know where President Trump has stood on that issue, you can speak to it, and uh, the, the voter will listen when they are being heard. So, um, uh, you know, that's a good strategy for them, it, it, whatever the issue might be for the voter. That's a brilliant uh, technique, and I applaud you, and I yeah, absolutely, and I, I thank you for sharing that, and that's highly effective. And I, and I think that also helps to um, clarify things for those of us, too, because it's one of the things that's frustrating <laughs> about trying to persuade people, even, uh, even over the radio, uh, who might be undecided between uh, President Trump and Harris Biden um, is uh, there's so many issues that are important uh, and that that are at stark contrast. I mean, so it's almost you could get overwhelmed by by trying to tell people all the all the innumerable reasons they should vote uh, and not be undecided. So I think that's great to just help clarify things and get straight to the heart of the matter. You know, find out what's important to, to the to the undecided voter. To the voter, right, right, and each person has their own reasons to vote, their own their own concerns, and we have to respect their reasons. Uh, we refer people to promiseskept.com. That has a long list of President Trump's accomplishments. But I've found that most voters are concerned about jobs and the economy, and who better to to uh, rebuild the best economy in the world than President Trump, who's already done it before, and. People are also concerned about law and order, and President Trump has come out and shined because uh, law enforcement everywhere are endorsing him uh, because he stands with law enforcement. He understands that we can't have safety and and jobs and live with our families and go to work and go to school unless we have that foundation of strong uh, safety. And and I heard you had uh, uh, Dennis Lima, our wonderful sheriff, on your program Thank God for him in Seminole County because we have the lowest crime rate ever in this county, and it's because of preventing crime, right? Crime prevention, and what he was sharing with you is one of the ways they do that. Uh, President Trump uh, at the national level on crime prevention. So, um, uh, again, those are the two top issues we see is safety and jobs, And uh, but some voters have other issues, and promiseskept.com will inform and you hit two great ones. I'd just like to take this brief opportunity because I was going to address both of those a little bit later, but I'll address briefly right now. Um, mm-hmm. As you said, you know, first of all, the economy, and, and this is something that I was telling people in 2016, uh, was you know even if if you you know have no other reason to vote for for Donald Trump at all, even if you don't like him, whatever, um, 
think of the economy. The economy generally, historically, is generally the, the number one issue in presidential elections. It's a little bit of oversimplification, but it's, it's pretty uh, pretty much of a truism as well. And um, which candidate would be better with the economy? Well, Donald Trump, whether you love him or hate him, there's no debate over his success in the business world. I mean, he's been one of the most successful entrepreneurs uh, in American history, and it's and he's in a business, the construction industry, that's one of the toughest, uh, most unforgiving, most brutal um, businesses to be successful in. And he's been successful right. worldwide in it. So, I mean, the guy knows the economy. He knows how to make money. He knows how to make an economy work. And and um. And- and yep. he cares deeply about the American people, and he wants them to be back to work as well. And that's why he, he takes steps every single day to get this economy up and running again. So it's, would you want um, you know, somebody who's demonstrated in their own personal life, they understand uh, you know, the, the real world of, of, of economics and, how, and, how to, and prosperity and how to make a business thrive, um, or somebody who's been in, sitting in Congress for 47 years, who knows right, nothing right. About, about the economy. Um, well, I think, I think uh, Joe Biden um, you know, would probably sell our economy over to China, right? He, that's his thing. He would shut down what, what we have, and uh, the rest he'd uh, sell us out to China. And that brings up another one of the, the innumerable reasons to vote for for Trump <laughs> is is that he um, he's for America. He is the right. biggest and most most vocal and most powerful and strongest advocate for American interest in the world. And and he doesn't shirk from that responsibility. His number one priority, as you just said, is to advance the cause the 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 advantages of United States of America to, to make America strong uh, in our negotiations with any other country, and particularly China. And obviously the record shows that, that Biden is, is just the oppo- opposite. In fact, may even very possibly be compromised in his relationship with, with China. So once again, do, do we want a president that's going to be our biggest advocate for a strong America um, or, or not? Right. And, and that's not only good for America to have a strong America, it's also good for the rest of the world because then we can buy products from other other nations and we can uh, encourage free trade and and they can live up to uh, a goal, right? They can aspire to be more like us. And so there's there's two reasons, not only to help Americans, but to help the whole world. We're speaking with Linda Trostein. She's the chairman of the Seminole County Republican Party. We're talking about what you and I can do as citizens to help get out the vote for President Trump, especially, and then for other Republicans as well, and to also persuade people that still, may still be undecided, but most of all, to make sure that all people who are supporting President Trump get to the polls and vote, yeah. and what yeah. we can do if if they need a little help in doing that. And and Linda, along those lines, we've got about two minutes uh, remaining mm-hmm. Um what uh, are, what are some of the things that that you can do organizationally, or or you are doing right. at the Republican Party to help uh, people that might need a ride to the polls or, or, or help assistance in voting? Right. So so here's what we have going on. We're encouraging uh, two main emphases on um, on re- uh, volunteerism. If people want to come phone bank with us, we have a phone bank set up in our office, and we take walk-ins. We'll get them up and running within a minute or two. It's a lot of fun. And it's encouraging people to go vote and reminding them to get our free voter guide from our website, SeminoleGOP.org. We're also uh, providing lists. If somebody wants to knock 100 doors this weekend in their neighborhood of uh, Republicans that haven't yet voted, we can supply those lists. 
And then uh, we are also asking people when the, when they come get a Trump sign. We do have some more Trump signs in stock right now um, that just came in. If they if they come pick up a Trump sign, we're asking them to go to an early voting location this weekend and sign wait for an hour and uh, share that voter guide with uh, voters that might be interested in one. And which head, is that the headquarters is over on uh, in Castleberry? Yes. Yes. So if you type in Trump Victory Seminole County Office in Apple Maps or Google Maps, you'll find us, our phone number, our hours, and uh, directions to get here. So again, that's Trump Victory Seminole County Office. It's at 460 State Road 436. It's in something called the Greater Mall in Castleberry, which is about halfway between Red Bug and 1792. Yeah, very convenient location, and uh, I've been over there several times. And let me give a shout mm-hmm. out to your dedicated volunteers because I'm always yes. impressed by the time I every time I go over there, the people that are in there working hard uh, on their own time, volunteering to to help uh, keep America safe and free and strong. We, we've not only had uh, quite generous donors, and a lot of them, but each volunteer is donating their time and their talent, and uh, it's just been amazing. So many people working so hard for the cause of liberty and our quality of life in Seminole County and in the United States of America. Uh, Truly wonderful people. Well, Linda, thank you for joining us today. Linda Trosine, Chairman of the Republican Party of Seminole County, and we appreciate everything that you do to advance the cause of freedom and liberty. Take care. Friends, we're going to go to our next break, and we'll have one more segment. Please stay with us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. It's a truly historic weekend in America. It's a presidential race coming up on Tuesday, November 3rd, which literally will shape the direction of our future. And will America continue to be, first of all, a country that looks to our Constitution as a guide, continues to be based on our constitutional principles, foremost of which is respect for the authority of God, acknowledging that our rights come from God, and being dedicated to preserving those rights, understanding that governments are instituted among men to derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. In other words, government exists, the purpose of government should be to protect the individual liberties and rights of of the citizens. And decisions are made based on the consent of the governed. Those are the principles that America has been founded upon, has thrived and prospered for the past 240-odd approximate years course not with without problems um of course and but at the same time a society that has worked to overcome our failings and our problems and been able to utilize that brilliant document in the united states constitution to update and to uh, solve major problems such as the problem of slavery and other situations lack of suffrage for and and, and other things. So as we uh, we've actually had the mechanism in place to adapt and to improve our society as we go forward. Will that continue? Will America continue to be a strong nation, the strong nation that we have been 
for over a hundred years. Uh, and that all starts with economics. There's no way that any nation can be strong if they're not strong economically. You're not going to have much of a military if you don't if you're not strong economically. And of course, as Linda had mentioned too, um, America has been the most powerful positive force in the world for the past hundred plus years. So all those things are at stake in this election. And um, so basically, we're going to talk about how we can impact the election ourselves and also um, what we would say to those who still might be undecided. And why don't we start with that? I'll try to be brief because the nuts and bolts of getting out the vote are, are important are so important as well. But I think Linda just gave us a, a brilliant tactic, um, and that is when we begin to talk to somebody uh, about this, and it could be anybody, it could be our family, it could be people in any, our civic group, Rotary Club or whatever, uh, our church, um, whatever <clears throat> circle of acquaintances we have, just, just friends that we spend time with, find out if they're undecided, or maybe even if they're planning on voting for Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden. Um, and I put her first because most likely, you know, due to the, uh, you know, obvi- obvious uh, health issues that Joe Biden has right now, most likely if the Democrat ticket wins, Kamala Harris would be our president. Uh, do, do, do any of you know anything about her? Um, and, and I know some of us, many of us do. We know that she's basically an overt Marxist leftist, um, as well as um, other things that aren't so savory as well. Um, but uh but if you don't know anything about her, you only put a complete unknown neophyte person um, in in the most powerful uh, country in the world as, as the leader. Um, but aside from that, um, you know, wh- what we can ask people, ask people what's important to them. What issue is important to them? What what do they want to see happen uh, in the next four years? Or what kind of a country do they want America to be uh, even more specifically and uh, you know, less complicated What's important to you? What issues are important to you? And at that point, that'll be a tremendous clarifier because, as I've said, and you know, pretty much virtually everyone that listens to our show already knows, there are hundreds of reasons to vote for Trump over Harris and Biden, if not thousands, good reasons, substantive reasons. And it's hard, it's hard to make the case with 100-plus reasons. So um, once we find out where the person's leanings are, what's important to them, you know what their biases are, what their goals, dreams, desires are. It'll be much easier to have that that dialogue. And that's one thing that that has has is an extraordinary frustration to me is that so many people today, especially registered Democrats, uh, still don't realize that the Democrat Party as an institute as a functioning political body uh, has been completely taken over by the hardcore left. Uh, by people that are much more um, close to socialist communist uh, ideology than uh, than American free enterprise uh, individual liberty ideology, and those people are I would, I would say Her- Kamala Harris fits right into that description. Uh, Biden is so uh, pliable uh, and malleable he'll he'll do whatever he's told to do basically, and and if you look at his record in Congress, uh, it, it it illustrates that. Um, so the point is. You know, a lot of people are out there voting uh, that, you know, as Democrats, voting for Democrats, maybe most likely registered Democrats that are that are 
John F. Kennedy type people. <laughs> They're John F. Kennedy, Harry Truman type people. They believe in a strong America. They believe in America first. They believe in a strong military. They support law enforcement. Um, but they don't realize that, and, and Biden does a great job of, of, of you know, playing the role of, of this moderate, you know, old school moderate Democrat type of guy. Um, they don't realize that the, 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 what's at stake here is, is the future of our country, the future of our constitutional heritage, maybe even the future of our Constitution. Uh, I would say most likely the, the future of our Constitution, the principles that um, our rights come from God, the principles that, that uh, of individual liberty and that governments are instituted among men to preserve the individual liberty of citizens. And, and and it makes their decisions based on the consent of the governed. These are all revolutionary principles. They're revolutionary today. And right now, I would say virtually the, the people that are controlling the Democrat Party today do not buy in or believe in those principles at all. They want something different. They want to tear it all down. So we need to have these conversations with our friends and inform them and let them know. And I think that would be one of the first things that I would address with somebody Um is well, the first thing I would address with everybody would be: Do do we want America to continue to be a country that acknowledges um, that we were created by God, that our rights come from God, that there is a God, that there is a Creator, uh, that as Jefferson said, you know, that we are endowed by our Creator with certain unalienable rights, and that's where our rights come from. Well, the left, the first principle, guiding principle of the left is to destroy religion. To not acknowledge God, uh, an atheist ideology, to destroy and, and eradicate all vestiges of religion uh, in a society—that's that's what's at stake here. If if anybody who is at all religious, at all uh, practice uh, practicing religious person, needs to understand that that religious freedom is is at stake in this election, and if you vote for Harris and Biden, it it, it it's going to be continue to be further infringed. Uh, directly most likely by um the kinds of judges that are going to put on the federal bench and and on the supreme court uh just um you know almost without exception the judges that want to push make decisions that push religion out of our public square are democrats liberals put on the bench by liberals by liberal presidents liberal governors etc democrat governors and presidents People that the judges that respect religious freedom, almost without exception, are put on the bench by by Republicans. That's just a fact. And the other thing is the the defund the police movement. I mean, anybody who <laughs> you know, it, it, Joe Biden has not one time, or Kamala Harris has not one time spoken out about this whole defund the police movement. They haven't stood up for law enforcement one iota. They haven't said one positive, uh, supportive thing of law enforcement. They're on the side of the people um, try advocating defund the police movement. Uh, is that really what we want in America? Can you imagine how destabilized the country would be if if we got rid of police, especially in the major cities of the country, but, but anywhere for that matter? And we saw evidence of it this summer. It, it played out over our television screens all across the country and our computers our phones, if you will, if that's how you get your information, which is pretty much where I get mine. Um, you know, it, it's we saw a, an obvious attempt at anarchy, anarchy in our country over the summer, 
it, it was it was the Republican Trump and the Republicans that were standing up against it, pushing back against it. It was the Democrats who, first of all, made no condom condemning statement whatsoever, specifically Biden, specifically Harris, um, t- to criticize this anarchy, this violence, burning of cities, uh, taking over of of private businesses, uh, trashing and burning private businesses. Um, is that the kind of America that we want to have? Um, an America where the police are are you know basically made um, impotent to to ad- address and, and fight um, this kind of crime? Where governors, Democrat governors, that wouldn't even call up the National Guard to protect the citizens, protect the property of, of citizens and businesses. Um, if, if that issue is important to anybody that we know, then we need to you know, spell it out for them and let them know that they, you know they need to vote. For, for Trump, and they do not, and they need to make sure that Biden-Harris, Harris-Biden, however you want to call it, do not get in there. But anyway, as we wrap up today, it's been great great to be with you tonight. It's always great to be with you every week at this time, and I appreciate the opportunity. And as we wrap it up, I want you to encourage everyone to, first of all, you've got to get out and vote. Every Trump voter, you've got, you got to get to the polls. That's non-negotiable. You just have to do it. And I strongly encourage you i beg of you actually to find that at least one other person and that's not inclined to vote for trump or or wasn't going to vote help them get to the polls encourage them to get to the polls uh, and of course more if you can do that and if that's uh so anyway that's what i'm going to be doing from now on until um you know the polls close on election night and i encourage you beg of you to do to do the same it's been great to be with you tonight thank you to pete paquette producing our program and to our great guests sheriff dennis lima of simmel county and the republican party chairman of simmel county linda trocine have a wonderful evening thank you for joining us